of Las Jefas in Service. Um, it's been a while since our last episode, but I'm really, really excited for our guest today. Um, she's the, probably the sweetest human I've ever met, and I cannot wait to introduce her. Um, so, that brings us to our guest, Maggie. <laughs> um, yeah, Maggie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, hi. I'm Hi. honored to be here, <laughs> um, but I also think you guys are the sweetest, so that was uh, sweet that you said that I was sweet. <laughs> I think um, it's sweet that you're sweet, that you think that I'm sweet. I'm so sweet, and you're so sweet. We're all so sweet. Oh my god, oh my god. stop that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> A little bit about me. Yeah. So. Where are you from? I am from California, but fun fact after I was born in California, my family moved to Malaysia and oh. Singapore and Saudi Arabia. Wow. Yeah. So I grew up in so many different places. Yeah. Wow. You've been in a lot of places. Yeah. But I was very young. My sister and my brother actually like went to school in Malaysia and I don't know. That's pretty cool. Do you <laughs> that's very cool. Speak? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh no no, oh, no, 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 no. I wish I, I wish I did. I took Latin in high school, though. That didn't do anything for me. Um. Latin whatsoever? <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. I always wanted to take Latin. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching her a couple of Spanish words. The bad words. <laughs> Hamburguesa con queso. I <laughs> know, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> did you learn that in California? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Fun fact, everyone. A uh, little fun fact about Maggie. Uh, she had yearly passes to Disney World. Every Disneyland. Year, Disneyland. So and different. That was a moment I knew that we were in different tax brackets. Uh, because I'm 28 years old and I've never been to Disney World or, or Disneyland. I know there's two differences. Uh, but apparently there is. And if you know anything about Disney World or land, is that it costs like 10 grand to go. So if you have a yearly pass, ma'am. Disney World sucks. Disneyland's great. Really? And back in the day, it cost $165 a year to be able to go to Disneyland whenever you wanted. That's a great price. Now it's way more expensive. Well, if we have any Disney adults here, uh, Disney does kind of suck, but, um, <laughs> I, I liked Disney World, it was fun. Wait, no, no, serious question, what's the difference between Disneyland and Disney World? Disneyland, it was the first park that was created, and it has, it's like quality over quantity, so it's also special, you could just go to Disneyland and eat your way through it, and not go on any ride, but just enjoy, like, the views, and hang out with your friends, because if you live close to Disneyland, that's a great place to go, instead of, like, the mall. So with the mall, that's all I The mall's pretty now. cool, you know. Wetzel pretzel. <laughs> I, <laughs> but Disney I World, Disney, I think it was just, it's huge, and that's it. There's well, nothing special about it. No, it's like acres and yeah. acres and acres. They're just filling space. My Disneyland has like going to Disney. Like, she's, yeah. a, she's a Disney adult, and I'm all for it. She loves everything Disney, like her classroom, all that stuff. 
Well, Disney, speaking of Disney, Maggie is a literal Disney princess. She is. <laughs> and I... Like the movie Enchanted. Yeah. And that's just, her. <laughs> when we... Yeah, exactly. Are you going to sing for us today? <laughs> Do you have a piano? <laughs> um, yeah, well, actually, maybe bring it out of my bag Is right that Ronnie's now. secret skill? Wait, don't you have <laughs> a piano? I don't have a piano. It rolls out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Coming out right... <laughs> I don't have a piano, but I remember just meeting you and I was like, who is this Disney princess that has just walked into our lives? So. Maggie, I am so sweet. You met her differently. I met Maggie her first day. She came in like we were all in like a, one of those long tables at Suerte and she comes and she's like, I'm going to act it out. But obviously the people who are hearing this, they, they can't see, but she goes, I'm Maggie. Like, she was like like a callback or like an audition. But she proceeds to tell us, like, the reason she's at Suerte and, you know, starts talking about her brother. And she walked away, but she was like, had the biggest smile on her face. Like, her, like, holding, I don't know, like, just the way you were, you were like shining. And you walked away. And I looked at our ex coworker, my ex coworker, Valerie, and I'm like, what? Like, she just told us this entire. Like, you know, like you talked about your brother and you talked about all these things. And I'm like, I would be in shambles right now. And you were just like this big positive attitude, this big smile on your face. And I'm like, I like Maggie. I love that. I, I love working with you. Till this day, you have a great attitude yeah. to work with. I, I love it. I think that sums it up. You're always just so cheerful. Mm-hmm. And you bring every, you bring so much positivity and your jokes are so funny. Yeah, you do have a little spicy side. I have a spicy to you, which side. I didn't realize until yeah. later on. <laughs> so just right now. Until you... maybe just right now today. <laughs> she came in, got crazy with her jokes, no puns intended. But uh, you'll hear them here and there throughout yeah. this episode. <laughs> but, but tell us more. Okay, tell yes. us more about yourself. Yeah, so tell us more about that's yourself. Where you so, lived. <laughs> I grew up in California. That's like most of my memory you of growing up. You are accepted here, just a heads up. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> us Austin people do accept you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a real Californian. <laughs> yes, real Californians are cool. <laughs> you know, we're not like the ones that people like trying to be so LA. We're just chill. <laughs> We just yeah. like to hit up the Cheesecake Factory, you know? <laughs> the Cheesecake Factory. And the hamburguesas con queso. Uh-huh. Get a yeah. few of those. The old McDonald's, the Golden Arches, you know? But, um, <laughs> yeah, I grew up in California. I grew up in the most amazing uh, family environment. I'm obsessed with my mom. I'm obsessed with my dad, my two brothers, my sister. We've always been such a close family, and my mom was a stay-at-home mom. Luckily, she was able to do that. We just lived, like, within a budget. But it helped me to feel very... I felt very important growing up. And I was able to do theater. And when I was nine, that's when I did my first musical, which was The Sound of Music. Oh. And Can you sing it? <laughs> Can you sing this little song? Yeah. <laughs> little song, song. Sorry. She doesn't save it for later. No, or she's doing it now. She's bursting to say it right now. <laughs> Imagine. I'm just like... No, maybe. Can, can you do it? Um, but it changed my life. I was waiting for <laughs> I, oh. I did that show and I just felt like something had clicked. And what I've learned through acting is that 
it really gives you a lot of grace for other people. And when you get to play a part or be in a musical or you, you get to play somebody that you normally wouldn't interact with in life. And I think it, that actually has helped me in the service industry have grace and compassion for the people I serve who are maybe very difficult. I'm able to maybe understand why they are the way they are yeah. and they just need an extra amount of grace. And I think that's what I love about theater. So who I am is I'm, I'm a singer, I'm an actor, I'm a dancer, and I love being on stage. And I feel like I'm just a very creative musical person. And I feel most at home when I'm on the stage. But like getting to work at Suerte and meet you guys, like it's been the biggest blessing and I don't think everyone at Suerte knows how much this season has meant to me just in my healing and coming to work and being able to joke it's like there's so many people we work with or people that come in who have such heavy stories and when I find out what everyone else has gone through or goes through at work I've met so many people and heard so many different stories you, you look at them and you're like, oh, they have gone through stuff because there's so much joy coming from them. When you go through hard things, the best times are when you get to laugh and when you get to smile. And so why throw that away on, I don't know, something that goes wrong during the shift? It's not worth it. You're already sad. You're already going through stuff at home that that's your time you get to connect and be with amazing people and joke and, and do wonderful things for the people you serve. But then also see everyone's passions come alive and see the chefs cook or expedite or just like the bartenders and the people who get to come in. It's like there's so much creativity happening and everyone's in their element and everyone, there's so much joy. So I think it's a waste to just throw it away when things get hard. This is such a great opportunity to, I don't know, connect. Yeah. Who's cutting onions around here, you know? <laughs> Maggie, that was, that you was said that so beautiful. Oh my so god. Beautifully. I don't think I could have articulated that in any that was, that was wow. As you were saying all that, I was imagining like walking through a really busy shift and seeing uh, Liz Liz Rodriguez, if you're hearing this, like this freaking shaking up a drink in the back and Jesse just like talking to guests, Ronnie walking around, like I'm picturing everybody, mm-hmm. but as you're like, it's like a story that you're just saying right now. It's like, so well, be- it was so was beautiful. really beautiful. It's very, it, Suerte is a very special place. And I've worked like, I've worked in two other restaurants when I was 16 and then the one I worked at in Santa Monica. And they oh, were not she, like this at all. <laughs> she always tells us the story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to work for Hillstone. I don't know if anyone's heard of that. Hillstone Restaurant Group. It's a big restaurant group. It's Californians. It's all over the United States. And there is there used to be one in Austin. And I think it's called Bartlett's now. It was like bought out. I don't know. But Hillstone Restaurant Group is so intense, and the training is so intense, and it's a very scary place, and it's all about the guest first, and then they usually just fire you if, if someone complains. 
But oh like, my God. but I did like, that's where I learned to be a server and the training is crazy. You have to wear like, you have to press your clothes, you have to shine your dance goes. I think that's what they're called. Yeah. The comfortable shoes. <laughs> yes. The, the comfortable the shoes. They have to be polished. You have to have a crease in your apron. And everyone, like, it was like everyone had three tables because you have to do everything and there are so many steps of service. Where were the steps? And the steps of service have to be timed. What? So if somebody sits down, within one minute, any server can come by the table if there's an empty chit and you have to greet any table. You have your own section. And then you write down the drink order, you put it down. So then the other server that comes by knows that that table's been greeted. So the other, everyone's responsible for each other's tables, but you only have three tables to a section. That, so that needs to be done within a minute and like 30 seconds. And if it's not, yeah, what you can get in trouble. You can get written up. Then to grab that chit, that needs to be done in at least two minutes. So it's like there's all these steps you have to make sure you check back at the table after you see the guest eat one bite of food. You have to make sure, like, you make them these hot towels. Like, it was so intense. Like and that was spa? my... It was I crazy. So Very what like did you learn from that? Dining. I learned how to do everything. <laughs> and to do it all under, like, I learned teamwork. Because it's all teamwork. You keep your own tips. But the only way the restaurant works is if you, you have to work together. Um, I learned... I just worked, a lot of the people who work there have been working there for 17 years. Yeah. So it's like you have people who are professional servers. Like if that, I've never, yeah. I never met someone like that before. That's what I meant when I say like people enjoy that. Like it's, it's their career and that's like where they thrive in. But your personality, I think you've, you've molded in to suerte and that's more for you and yes. a lot of people as well. But it was a great like like it was a great place to learn. But then when I came to Suerte, like you came in all black your first day. Oh yeah. You did. You remember what she I, was wearing. I, I was so do. confused. I came from uniforms. I came from costumes, yeah, she, if you will. She was wow. wearing all black. So when they told me to day. just come in business casual, I think I looked on Google about 20 times. I'm like, what is business casual? <laughs> what? I need a costume. I need a uniform. I don't know like what to do. professional. Yes. <laughs> so, Ritzia and Van Alphen? Absolutely. <laughs> I tell my husband, I'm like, oh, I guess I need some clothes for work. Wink, wink. <laughs> Winky, wink. Yeah, like, there's nothing wrong with, like, like work in an environment like that it's just like it's so intense that i think like even nowadays like the fine dining restaurants here in austin like it's like kind of like it's like a freedom to express yourself and i think at work it's kind of like having to find that balance of like you can be who you are outside of work but you can also be Uniform, but not super uniform. Like, you have to have a crease down your apron mm-hmm. or, like, your shoes have to be polished. But I will say that all the people that I do work with server-wise, they match the caliber that is at, like, Hillstone. Yeah, everyone who we work yeah. with. So it's, like, work is what's cool is, like, you can express yourself at Suerte, but everyone is at that, like, I would say 17-year level. Yeah. Like, yeah. I worked... At the place I worked, it was all about ranking. Oh. And so you would move up the better you did in the sections because you keep your own tips. Mm. And the like, I'm like, well, I'm never going to be in the top section because that guy's been here for 17 years. And then the guy underneath him, 16 years. Like, 
So it just, but I was fine with that because I just like to have fun. I'd rather have fun than make money. <laughs> right. If that makes sense. It does. <laughs> I'd rather have my day have at fun. work <laughs> be like full of joy and be mm-hmm. memorable. And I go home feeling poured into or filled with happiness than being so stressed out, but saying, well, I made a lot of money because I think that's very draining. And I, um, I don't know, Suerte is special in the fact that all of management, when I came there, cared about me. And I remember getting a hug and a kiss on the head, I think by Celia, my my second day there. And I was like, oh my gosh. And my first day of training, I got um, affirmed. Oh, you did! We <laughs> talked about this. It was your stage or your day one? Yes. No, it was her stage, I think. Well, I was trying... They asked her for a volunteer, and I was like, well, I better be strong and wrong. Just do it so they... So I, get, so I get cast in this, in this job. And then it was literally to be affirmed, and I was like, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> I just raised my hand so everyone can compliment me. So all these and people that knows don't me. know you went around and said something nice about you. <laughs> but it was like, if people... I can't tell you how important that moment was. It was like a sign Maggie it was like I went home and I was crying and I'm getting emotional about it now but like the season that led up to Suerte the reason I was in Austin my husband and I had just moved to New York because I was going to audition start auditioning again when the city opened up and during that time my brother Patrick, he got um, COVID and he lived in Austin. And my brother is like the healthiest person you've ever met. Went to Onnit Gym in Austin. He was a long distance runner. He's just so healthy. My best friend. He got COVID and we just thought he was going to get through it like the rest of our family did. But he started losing oxygen. We had to take him to the hospital, or my sister did. And when he was there, he reacted poorly to the medicine they gave him, the remdesivir, and it started shutting his kidneys down and all of his organs. And it was kind of like one thing. It was a very traumatizing experience, and we weren't allowed in the hospital room. Um, so... He, it was a very traumatic time, and my husband and I, we were hoping to move to Austin to just be with him, help him get better, and just be with family as he would come off the ventilator, but he never came off the ventilator. He passed away um, on August 23rd, and we had already planned to be in Austin and so we kind of had to make that season work and it was the hardest thing in the whole world so when I came to Suerte it was my first job since the pandemic and since my brother had passed away and just walking into a place that was so loving and like being poured into that day 
changed my life. And I went to Suerte to apply because I didn't know anything about Austin, Texas. But my brother and I, we love food, and he always would bring me to cool restaurants. And this was one of the restaurants that he wanted to go to. And so I just thought that that was a sign. I didn't know what to do. There was no theater here from what I thought. And I got the job, and I, I had an interview with Delia, and she was so nice. It just was all meant to be, and then, like, being poured into by everyone, like, all the staff, it, it saved me in a way that no one will ever understand. I think people see a very joyful person, but to know what I've been through and just, like, I'd be coming to work and just sobbing. And I'd step in and I'd be so thankful that I could just laugh. Like going to work saved, saved me. It, it really did. And it's from all, like, you guys, <laughs> truly, like you don't know what you mean to me. And you don't know what people are going through. You really don't. And it's a beautiful thing to work in a place like this because you don't ever find it. You don't ever find it. This is a very like once in a lifetime place. Um, so I think most people call if you're joyful, like toxic positivity and things are going wrong. But I think if you've never been through something hard, it's the complete opposite. It's saying, I need to laugh. I need, mm-hmm. I need it for just to wake up tomorrow. And I swear it has just been a big part of my healing. And I chose to be an SA in that time because I needed to heal. And I've been going to therapy to work through like the trauma and the grief. And, and that's also packed on because I lost my oldest brother in 2014 from a heart attack. And so this was just, I don't know, I've, from, to look at myself from where I started at Suerte to now, I am so thankful. I've grown, every day is still hard, but it's like, I don't know where, where I'd be without it. Because everyone has just made me laugh and grow and push myself and you always have those times in grief where you're like, I don't even want to go to work. But then when I go, I would be so happy. Hmm. So it's like I really, I think that's where my joy comes from. Is like I treasured laughing with you guys. I treasured laughing with the staff. Even on a crazy hmm. Saturday night, it's hmm. like there, that's when I wouldn't be isolating myself with grief. And I'm so I'm so thankful to everyone at Suerte. All the laughs. For just being able to really be there for someone who is going through something. I feel like that's a gift in grief or losing people is you start seeing people in a different way or you have a deeper compassion. People say sometimes trials, you get gifts and that's the gift is being able to slow down and see people see their heart even that really hard guess that you have to serve sometimes I'm like I just need to slow down and see them because I don't know what they're walking 
through outside of these walls. I don't know if they just lost their son or they just lost their brother or maybe, yeah. So it really helps me slow down to just be with a guest. It's not about me in those moments. But it is really fun to sometimes vent with your coworkers. A hundred percent. I love it. Thank That's... you for sharing that and being so vulnerable. Like that, I don't know. I just, I want you to know that I'm so thankful that Suerte has changed your life. But in the same way, I think you've changed every single one of our lives. Yeah. And I, I really mean that. Like I've never met anybody like you and I don't find it to be toxic positivity. Yeah, I've never You're just a true joy to be around and I didn't know all of that and I really thank you for sharing it with us and everyone who's listening. That's what she told us the first day that I met her. That's what I meant. That she literally was like this and we're like, what the hell? Like, you're amazing. And she walked away like, she like tippy-toed away. I don't know how you did it, like your little dance walk and we're like, whoa. In a way, I feel like if you were affirmed that day, it was meant to be. <laughs> it was, yeah. So literally, she literally just said that, thing, yeah. But. but I don't think people, like, I remember, I think Miles was there. Miles. Preston was there. And he, oh. <laughs> he was like, I don't know you yet, but uh, you seem pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> well. But even like that stuff, I, I was sitting there thinking, all these people have no idea what like we're fate my family's facing right now and like what we're going through yeah and this is the biggest sign that this is where I'm supposed to be right now yeah and even that like it was a place that my brother had talked about I have a list of all these places it's like Patrick's favorite food or like the food tour and this was just one of them and I saw it and I was like okay I guess I'll apply I saw it on that one website, people get jobs for Oops. restaurants. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> yeah. It said I'd get a bonus if I told them that I got an interview through Poached. We chef. There you go. <laughs> get your money's worth? No, yeah. I never told them, but I just thought about that right now. Oh, girl. <laughs> like, 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 Y'all, where's my bonus? My so she said, bitch better have my money. That's <laughs> what she just said. But that, like, the whole <laughs> affirmation Monday thing at Suerte, that doesn't happen at other places. It doesn't, no. So the it, management yeah. team, like, you guys, like, the things that you would bring to, the things you bring to manage us, really, like, that leaves an impact. It like, does. I remembered that moment. And whoever brought that up again to start doing it, it's like, that can save someone's life. Yeah. And that's huge. Yeah. It's not just a restaurant. It's like... You're leading and um, pouring into humans and you're changing their world and their future. That's a, that's a big deal. Well, we used to do it and then we stopped for a while. But then when we started doing it again, at that point, the staff was all like, we all knew each other so well. I looked forward to Affirmation Mondays. I'm like, who do I get? to talk to today and compliment. But I do <laughs> but you're love right. <laughs> even like Ronnie, when you came on the management team, you'd always be consistent with like little games or ways to bond us or just make us laugh before a shift. Like 
the the whole um the resetting challenge. I think Moises <laughs> and Alexis did it when I when I was there, but like we were all <laughs> laughing. It like brought hey, a different energy. I won't take credit for that. That was all Delia and Lucas told her about it. So. Oh, you bring something really special to the management team. And Ronnie is now at Este. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're all sad about that. <laughs> but also very happy for you. But the things that you and Priscilla bring to the management team at Suerte, like, it was just the perfect balance. Mm -hmm. All of you, like Ian and Alexander and... Delia and Hans, like everyone has something different and it's so perfect for all, for leading all of us. And I'm so thankful. Like Priscilla has this like spice and also um, a very healthy boundary. Like you know when to say no, you know when to say yes and we need that. And then you have like the soft and compassionate part of Ronnie but also like the fun side, but you know when it's business and when to play. And you guys are both so smart and even coming from like the reservations and like how to manage up front, it pours into even managing the whole floor and the whole team. And I just think that, I don't know, you guys just, it changes the atmosphere and it changes people's lives. All the managers, you guys, you just need to know how special you are and how hard it is to lead people. I love being a follower because oh it's not hard. <laughs> I love If you give me the rule, give me the lines, I'm going to do it. I have fun. If you tell me what to do, I'm going to do it. But having to think of, like, to lead people, that's hard. Because you're, there's always going to be the people who are, like, you know, I always have yeah. something to say. And you have to have that thick skin to keep going forward and knowing what's best. It's kind of like, like being a parent. Yeah. Priscilla. Exactly. <laughs> Three babies over here. <laughs> yeah. Can't budge. And then you have a bunch of babies at Suerte. Yeah. And by babies, I mean full-grown adults. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. Um, We're more, more children. <laughs> more children, but I love everyone at work. Everyone's funny. Everyone's funny in their own way. I love talking to you. I love talking to you this, guys. I don't know. This is... Oh, man. I'm in my feels. <laughs> Ronnie, it's only 1230. How are you in your feels? We're not even like halfway done through these questions right now. I feel like I kind of mixed them up. It's yeah. A, it's I kind of like so... looked at some and would transition. That's well, good, though. That's what we wanted. Okay, cool. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yeah. Um... What are some inspiring women that you've worked with? So. Or have worked with? I will say my sister, Katie Cairoli, she has three kids and she started this balloon business. Yeah. And she started it from like nothing, like out of thin air. And I got to help her on a lot of projects and watching her just, number one, have three children under three. And also make this happen. I think it was really cool to watch someone push through um, when you feel like all the odds are against you. And I grew watching her. Like, she never lost her creativity. Like, in fact, it got stronger and 
she got more creative and seeing some of her balloon like what's it called arches yeah, yeah they're really cool like she she's doing a project for Kendra Scott Oh my this gosh. weekend like she's so cool. she's doing big things like it's really cool and this started when I started at Suerte and so she's someone I look up to because she was like my boss <laughs> but her <laughs> balloon company is called Poppy and Rose you can hire them here in in Texas Austin Texas <laughs> and I second that you should because she oh, yes. the balloons for my sister's baby yes. shower and I feel like that made the baby shower like I'm like, it's so elegant. It was, it was so, so good. I loved the, the theme too. It was so cute. It was like a little beach theme. Yeah, and she came and she was so pregnant. And I'm oh, like, yes. she's still <laughs> creating this beautiful arch. Like, look at this power woman go. <laughs> it, was, it was I forgot great. she was pregnant. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. That, that third one just kind of came and, you know. Yes. She's just hanging out. She's hanging out. What's the name one more time for all the people in the back? Poppy and Rose. You know, <laughs> use her. She's amazing. Look her up on the Instagram. On Instagram. That's what you kids use these days. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Another person, like an um, inspiring woman. This woman I worked with at um, Hillstone. Her name is Griselle. And we talked about her. She is just the most present human and she really helped me like within service stop and focus on what's important and what's important is you and me and us and the people and not about getting this 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 and like all that kind of stuff don't we get so wrapped up in that sometimes and she really helped me be present and to watch her interact with people, it's like, that's what's important. And I find that a lot of people at Swear to remind me of her. And that's why Swear to is special. Because mm-hmm. it is about us. And, and about family. And you see that just in service. If something happens or maybe a guest is being inappropriate. It's like, everyone has, like the management, everyone has each other's back. Yeah. We matter more. The employees matter. And you never feel that places. And if you're feeling like you're having an off day, like we get to go home and it's not, you're not in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. You just want us to have, you know, you want us to be our best. And so I first learned that from Griselle. And when I came to Suerte, seeing that was like an, a confirmation that this was a very healthy place. So that's somebody. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and mic drop. Mike, should we drop the mic? <laughs> drop <For real>? it. <laughs> we couldn't even get the mic to but work. But then, <laughs> you guys, so do not Crazy Town USA, I come to Suerte, and there are so many women on the management team. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That is, that is why there's so much depth and compassion and grace when you come into Suerte. I think men are amazing, but there is such a special, like, there's a special (laughs) magic that women have, and I think, I don't know, it's just, these magic sparkles of strength and wisdom to think before we speak, 
and also just to have this you're like a band leader and you get you get to knit everyone together you're like the glue that holds everything together. Ooh, I love a good band director. A band leader, band director. I, but yeah, I'm so you're the color guard. So grateful to work with. There's just a difference, like from Celia, Delia, Priscilla, Ronnie. Who else we got? Jillian. You never worked with her. I never worked, I worked with her. her. She was amazing. Duran. 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 Anna. Yeah. And Nicole. Now who I work with? Nicole. I know it's uh, over at SA now, it's majority women managers. I, it's, everyone's so great. <laughs> yeah, but working with all of you, like, I'm very inspired. And I, whenever people ask about Square Tan, I'm like, well, there's a lot of women on management, and it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Because it's, y'all are so smart. You use your head, <laughs> you use your heart too, and that is a, that's a strength. That's not a weakness to have emotion and compassion because it builds a very strong team and it, everyone has each other's backs. That's a big deal. You never see that places because people are kind of just dismissed. There's so much care. And so I'm very, that's like my big, my last hurrah. Like I'm very, those are the, these are the inspiring women that I still work with. Because I've never seen a, man- a management team like this in my whole entire life. Maggie, the feeling is mutual. Thank you. <laughs> it is. Did you see I got up from my chair? I know. I'm like rising. Are you going to sing for us yet? <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for you to start singing. Well, you said last raw, so... I mean, you want to tell us about where you're going? What's happening? Yes. So... Where are you going? I... I booked a show at the Zach, the Zachary Scott Theater. Oh my god, I can't Full wait to name. Go. It's called Noises Off. It's the funniest show ever. And um, I gotta I gotta tell you the story. Because last year I auditioned yeah, for something at the Zachary story. Scott Theater, but it was before I was healed. I was still going through grief. I wasn't in therapy yet, and I thought it would save me. I thought it would make me feel like I'm myself again. And I didn't even get a call back. And I was distraught because I thought that this would fix me. And so fast forward to now, after I've had my year at Suerte of growing and being poured into and going to therapy and healing, not that the grief will ever go away, but learning how to manage it, I come back full circle and I'm in such a healthy spot mentally that I auditioned for this, but it's not going to make or break who I am. But now I'm in a better place to receive it. And it's like, mm-hmm. I get to do what I love again, but not because I'm, I need it to make me better. I'm doing it because I love it and I'm in a healthy spot to do it. And I just, I just think that's so cool. Because I wanted, I was just trying to find anything to make me happy again. But I had to do the work. And, and the work is hard. <laughs> and now you're going to shine. Like the and superstar that yes. you are. <laughs> it's like I'm ready now. Yeah. And I feel so... I don't know. I think that's cool. It's such a good lesson. That sometimes we want those quick fixes. To make us feel better. But sometimes you have to put in the work. Like... I don't know. Whatever you believe in out there. 
but I really feel like I'm like, God cared so much about me that he was like, I'm not going to give you what you want. I'm going to, I'm going to pour into you. So you have capacity and you have a future ahead of you that you're healthy, that you can be a well to other people. I commend you for putting in the work because it's not easy. And especially given everything you've gone through to be where you are now, like that's just incredible. Cause I know that wasn't easy. (laughs) Wasn't easy, but now like it makes this getting this part in the show so much more worth it. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm not just going to be, I don't know. I just feel healthier. I know how to manage when I'm, sad or emotional or like having flashbacks it's like I'm ready and people can like if someone comes to me I can pour out into them instead of always needing Mm -hmm. to be poured into it's like nobody really knew that that's what they were doing at Suerte but I was slowly being poured into over time yeah and it's just like I don't know timing and life and Life is hard, but also so wonderful and amazing. I just want you to know in the way that you like express yourself and you talk, you can just tell you're so wise and so compassionate for everyone. It's, I don't know. It's, it's just, you are inspiring me. Thanks. You always have, but wow. <laughs> I'm speechless today, really. Praise be. Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I want to know what, how you guys both met. I know you've told me, but I want like at the house stand. What do you mean? I just. But I love that. Like because (laughs) you guys to repeat it to you. (laughs) All right, we'll repeat it. (laughs) I want to hear the story again because there is something so special about your relationship that. I that find we fight all the time? No, you no. Guys, actually, you guys bring I'm, out something in each other that it's like that thing when you get married to somebody, it's like we like I have my strengths and weaknesses. Married. We are married. <laughs> You're married. It's like what is your strength? What is your weakness? What is your strength? What is I your weakness? I have no weakness. And how you guys strength, like you, <laughs> yeah. all strengths. All strengths here. I'm it's kidding. like I'm kidding. But it's it's really you guys make one this powerful superwoman. When you like when you manage together too, but just like you guys as a okay as a couple, I'll take any opportunity to talk about me and Priscilla again. I just love we you work guys. Together anymore, you guys are the best. Because I have left testing. I'm so inspired by you guys. Maggie, you gotta find yourself a good home girl. That's hard. It is. It is we're right hard. here. Yeah, we're right here. Now we're home. Like your kids are gonna be involved in each other's lives forever. Well, this is a big deal. My kids are going to be your kids' mentors. Oh. They're going to be older. Oh, Priscilla. Ronnie, you got a built-in babysitter right here. I do. And I mean, Rosalie. <laughs> your kids for like piñata, las carnes asadas. They're going to be all with like uh, Mexican peeps. Okay, but uh, like for real, like yes, we met at the host stand. We've had our, we've grown together as managers. But to think where we are like now and the strengths and the dip, like the differences that we have and we bring out in each other yeah it we we do compliment each other we do a lot 
And now I can, when I'm leaving work and I walk through the garden every night, which by the way is the most magical part yes, of working at Estee. Yes, me a video. No matter what kind of day I have, I just take so a much stroll cilantro. through the garden. Like Jesus. It's magical. Like, cilantro. And I call Priscilla. I have, a beautiful, I have a beautiful thing to look at, too. I have the beautiful alleyway in the back. Yeah, it's I'm almost just as Oh, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. <laughs> Sometimes you see someone... That actually you know. beats your garden over at Estee. Well, either we way... We have a different kind of garden. We a a trash garden. Yeah. And it's gorgeous. We had a different kind of garden. A little we got some railroad. E6 garden over there. Either way, I get to FaceTime you, and, and then we're still like, this happened today, but I miss you. You haven't called me. I call you every night, and you're already asleep by the time I get out. You didn't call me yesterday. So yes, you guys are married. This is <laughs> hilarious. Send me a video. But I was asleep. It was, also, it was my husband's birthday yesterday. So yeah, I, I didn't want to. I, I really was going to send Ronnie like a message like, why haven't you texted me? But then I was like, well, I'm celebrating my birthday. I know you weren't going to answer anyway. <laughs> my, so. my husband comes first. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I think we've established like a a really good relationship. A forever, yeah, friendship. We hung out on Friday. We got our nails done. We needed that, and then Aww. we went out to eat. I think everyone needs that. Yeah. And so I just think when you guys got to manage together at Square Tight, it was like it fireworks. Was fun. It was because like, you bounce each forget. other. Like you both have <laughs> strengths, and. They just work really well together. Well, fun fact, you said it was fireworks, but the actual first day that her and I got to manage together, we got into a little, you know, a little fight. And uh, no one knew that, but we figured it out right then and there. And that's like the best thing about working with your best friend is that, I don't know, we like, something happened and Ronnie's like, no, I want it like this. And I'm like, well, I'm going home. And then I went to the back. And then I felt bad. And then I came back. I'm like, I'm sorry. And then I hugged her. And then... This is what happened. I was closing. We didn't do that. Sorry. I was closing. And Priscilla starts blocking off all the sections. And I was like, that's my job. And she's like, I just... My mom's in town. I'm going to go home. She (laughs) was in town. I needed to go see her. And then... And she came back out. And we were like... Sorry, I'm sorry too. Even on her last but day, then she never blocked sections again. <laughs> well, yeah, she was, was scarred. No, it was just like okay. a good boundary. Like, okay, bet. that was our way of learning how we operate. I think. So, as we're coming to the end of our podcast, I would like to ask you one more question: What brings you the most happiness? In and it better be your husband. <laughs> in my- <laughs> <laughs> I got your back, Austin. Oh, okay. What brings me the I most happiness? Yeah. I love being in upstate New York. I like not having a phone, not using technology, and I really like to be like present. I am not a phone person. I hate texting. I hate calling. Most people say that I never text them back. It's the truth. Um, I am a like in person person. If you have me in person, I am all yours. And so I just love to be present. I love nature. It bring it makes me so happy, and I feel close to my brothers in nature because I think when my brothers passed away, it kind of opens that question to where are they you know 
And when you start looking at like the earth and flowers and trees and you kind of start thinking, this can't have just, you know, appeared. And so it's very like magical. And I'm like, you start thinking about where are they right now? Hmm, And I'll see them again. And so I love to be, I don't know, that brings, that fills me. That restores me. Sometimes you can have a day off and you just watch TV and you still feel tired. But sometimes when you have a day off and you go out into nature or go for a walk, you really do feel restored. And so I think that brings me the most happiness in my current season. And we like we have this lake house in upstate New York that has been in our family for a hundred years. <laughs> A different tax bracket. <laughs> but my, you know what? A long time ago, whoever bought that, they bought it for one dollar. So. No way. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. So it's kind of just been passed in our family, and then my grandparents were going to sell it. And my parents did everything they could just to like stop that from happening. Oh wow! Because it means like that is the one place in my life that has never changed. We've moved, you know, many times, and but that place has remained the same since I was born, and before that, it's like. It's just the most special, beautiful place, and I find I'm most present there because you go for walks, and the day just passes, and you garden, and you throw a rock in a lake. <laughs> it's like the littlest like, things like bring you, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like sometimes when you're working or you're in a big city, you start getting lost in busyness, and yes, and um, just like you let you lose things. a sense of who you are in a way. Yes, yeah. So when you get to go back to just being creative because you're bored, that brings me happiness. To be bored again. Oh, oh to be bored again. And not oh scroll on your God. phone. That's like, I try not to scroll on my phone. Like, if I'm walking and there's like a stop sign, most of the time everyone pulls their phone out. Me. I'm like, I'm just going to be awkward and I'm just going to stare around. <laughs> but it's hard. Sometimes I reach for it. I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't be bored. Fall. Be creative again. I think that's a reminder to us all to... Put our phones away after this and I go take a hike. I have my phone out. Maggie, thank you Yay! so much for sharing your beautiful self with us today. Yay. It was really an honor. I. This is what our podcast is about. I mean that. I hope that, yeah, I hope. I really mean I that. Hope I'm so honored you invited me. I feel Because I'm so inspired by the women that you interviewed before. And that I get to be one of them. You are one of you them. You are one of them. Y'all need to interview each other. Oh, it's we'll coming, babe. It's the next worry. one. <laughs> That's like a special edition. Yeah, we're going to have another special edition. But anyways. Thank all right, Maggie. You got feedback well, that we say I love you to each other a lot. So we're going to refrain from saying I love you a lot. Well, I love you. Well, I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and thank you for listening to Las Hefas in Service. service.